Hello, and this is Alex Kuch, Romanian-German Kiwi adoptee. And welcome back to the I'm Adopted podcast for 2020. Today, we're going to be having director and founder of I'm Adopted, Alex Gilbert, share about the relationship that he has with his birth parents. So we really look forward to Alex sharing about the relationship that he has with his birth parents. Thank you. Thank you so much, Alex, for the introduction. And I know that you're going to be helping a lot of I'm Adopted work this year. And I'm looking forward to helping, you know, you helping us and you sharing your story for everybody. And Alex Kush is actually a writer on the I'm Adopted Diaries. So you can go and check that out also on our website, which is our new section for adoptees to have a look at or even parents who have adopted children. It's all there. And we're just going to keep growing that. So we've got it in English, Spanish and Russian as well. And that's a great new resource we have on our website, and it's all there, and you can go and check it out. So thank you, Alex. Appreciate that a lot. So I just want to welcome back all of you guys to the new I'm Adopted podcast for 2020. It is good to be back, and we are back into it for the year. And a lot has, a fair bit has changed since we last talked, actually. Um, you know, we're just focusing more on everything for I'm Adopted. We've got a few speeches coming up this year, which is pretty cool, and um uh, it's it's pretty awesome. I'm really looking forward to it, as well as we are right in the middle right now of filming the Reunited TV show, which is going to be broadcast here in New Zealand later this year. And we, uh, yeah, we've been in the middle of filming right, right now. We are filming in the middle of all the stories, so it's pretty cool. Uh, we've had a bit of a break, but we're finally back for the new season. I hope to share more stories, topics, and advice for those who have been tuning in to the I'm Adopted podcast, whether it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Breaker Audio, I believe, is another one. I've seen it on a few other great podcast providers which has been quite surprising i don't know how they appear there but they seem to be spreading the word themselves which is pretty awesome and it's cool you guys feedback and support is always appreciated and for those who have been reaching out to us thank you every story is different and every story is unique excuse me i want to start our first podcast episode for the year to talk about what we have been doing over the break um alex is going to also talk about what he's been doing over the break as well but let's just kick into a little bit of what's been going on uh, there has been a lot that has been happening behind the scenes. I got to travel to Russia over the new year. I left right after Christmas on Boxing Day. I spent Christmas with my parents um, up north, and then I went on Boxing Day straight up to Russia. It was just a mix of seeing both both of the families over the Christmas and New Year season, which was awesome. It was another one of those huge, big flights uh, from New Zealand to Russia. It takes well over twenty four hours. It's it's incredibly long, and I did those one of the I did the seventeen hour flight six times last year, which um. Yeah, that was, I counted up my miles, I've added a lot of miles from that, but I got to go to Moscow and spend time there with my friend Diana, um, first of all, and then I got the chance to speak about my book in a small town of Elytristol, which is just outside of Moscow, it's about an hour and a half by train, so we did that, that was pretty crazy, we left quite early, and um, it was the middle of winter in Moscow, and you know, the sun comes out just before lunchtime, and then by the time we left left the presentation and left Electrostyle to get all the way back to Moscow in the center, it was already pitch black. But it was it was such a great experience. It was so awesome. Um, they were having a book presentation there for the Russian version of my I'm Adopted book, which they had piles of it there. The publisher there was all there. And I got to speak about it to many families over there, which was pretty great. It was another opportunity for me to meet some new faces of those people who deal with adoption, whether it's adoptees inside Russia or those parents who have adopted children. 
After I left Moscow, I got to spend time with my Russian family in St. Petersburg. Um, I was there for almost two weeks before coming back to New Zealand to get back into work. I've been focusing a lot on my Reunited TV project that we are currently working on right now, and we have some incredible stories with some incredible people. I just got back from America just recently, actually, and I was meeting a lot of adoptees over there. I was in Birmingham, Alabama, uh, Iowa, Detroit, and also Los Angeles. I got to meet many families there who have had adopted from Russia. It was great to learn about the American families and the children who have been through a similar journey as myself. For I'm Adopted so far this year, we have started our new website for 2020. We've been working on some new side projects, events for adoptees, and more resources to help more of those adopted connect. And of course, we can't forget this podcast. Before I get into the topic of today, I want to just get Alex on um, to speak about what he did over the break. Just a bit of introduction. You know, this podcast has a lot of Alex Cush, which is good because he is from the Romanian, he's a Romanian adoptee and he has a different side on everything, of course. And um, that's why he's here to talk about that. So after that, after he's done his little uh, catch up for all of you guys, um, I want to get into the topic of today, which is um, the current relationship with both of my birth parents and how it's changed over the years. Because today, it's come to, oh, this month, it's coming up seven years of me getting in touch with my birth parents for the first time. So over to you, Alex, quickly, get you into it, and then um, we'll get into, the, into today's topic. Thanks for having me back, Alex. And yeah, what did I get up to over my break? So it was really rejuvenating for me, and I spent some quality time with family and friends over Christmas, which was really great and was like a mini UN. We had over six different nationalities being represented there. And I decided to, uh, because it was a very big year for me from starting a new, starting a new job at the warehouse group to doing also lots of work, exciting work with I'm Adopted and I wanted to travel somewhere, get a bit of time out and get a bit of time away from Auckland. So I decided to take myself to Wellington, just booked an Airbnb and went and didn't have much planned before and then last minute decided to catch up with some good friends and also just yeah walked around Wellington and just had a really good time to just really recharge and get ready for the new year to help I'm Adopted even achieve even more greater things and to share with you what we have all learned over the years. But we also really look forward to hearing more of your stories this year because as Alex mentioned early on, every story is different but very unique and I think it's very important to hear all voices. So thank you for that and I hope you all all had a good year, starting to the year. Thanks. Thank you so much, Alex, for keeping us all updated with what you got up to over the new year which is pretty cool it sounded like you had a good time and you know I think um, me and Alex were contacting each other quite a bit in regards to the I'm Adopted project and everything we're focusing on and working on for this year because we've actually got a few events happening this year and I don't think I'm allowed to announce them just yet but um, we've got a few overseas sort of stuff going on and um, yeah I'm really looking forward to all of that and just uh, growing more of I'm Adopted which is what you know, it's that's what it's all about. We're in our f- um, fifth year now, and um, well, it's going to be our fifth anniversary in in August. So, if you got a party idea, uh, anniversary idea, just something, please don't hesitate to um, reach out to us. <laughs> anyway, so this topic is um, about my relationship with my birth parents now, and um, this month, March, actually marks seven years since I first got in touch with both of my birth parents um, in 2013. So March 2013 was where everything began for me. Um, I tracked down my birth mother first and then my birth father. 
I was only 21 at the time, and now looking back, I always question myself if I was too young or thinking if it was the right time or not. It's always a question that I always asked myself, when is the right time to search for my birth parents? I'm 21 now, you know, actually I was 20, um, <laughs> because I was 21 on the 1st of April, so I was just at the end of 20. And um, I really did think to myself, is now the right time to search for my birth family? I don't know. What happens if I don't find anything? Am I going to regret this? It was a question that I was always playing in my head all the time. And, you know, it was, it was yeah, it was quite, it took me a while to, to finally decide that, yes, let's go through the adoption documents, let's have a look what we can find, and let's start the process. Because if I leave it too late, you never know what's going to happen. I might never find anything, or you just, yeah, just when you feel like the time is right, it's right. That's how I felt with that. Uh, my emotions were getting, were going uh, everywhere during that month. Um, I was doing the evening shift at my old job at the time, and so I would often get messages while I was at work. I started doing the um, research on my birth mother first, which I was at work during the time when I was actually doing the search. I'm sorry for my old job, but for the by that for the way, but they were coming through my phone. And I was getting updates, and I was trying to keep up with everything and. There was always, it was first the updates of my birth mother and then my birth father. And I'm sure both my mum and dad were getting these updates from me as well because I was sending them to them all the time. I was forwarding them through to them just saying, look, here's a new photo. Here's some more information. Here's an address. All of this was all being sent to my mum and dad. And they would be, they would be like, wow, this is pretty surreal. The photos um, back then, um, you know, my birth mother sent me, first of all, she sent me a video of where she works. Uh, she sent me photos of, her life, everything, everything just happened within you know a very short amount of time. And the first conversation I had with my birth mother was on her birthday. I said, happy birthday. And I told her, um, I also said in Russian, Mama Tatiana, I said. And then it moved on with the conversation about when I was going to go to Russia. I remember I asked my birth mother about my birth father, Mikhail uh, Misha. And she told me that the names were not correct on my adoption papers, but she definitely knew who he was. This opened up a door of questions. It was really just question after question. I just wanted to ask her what happened. I really didn't know what to ask after that. I was given a link to a social network profile, and then I had to work everything out from there. And that was when I got the contact to my birth father. So I reached out to him. I remember the first message I sent to my birth father. I asked him in a very nice way. I said, hello, I am wondering if you know of a Tatiana Gaskoskia. And it took about a day or so for him to respond. I think I was, I was always checking my phone to see if he was online. And, um, and then he finally read the message and you know, he said, hello, yes, I do. But I have not heard from her or seen her since 1991. So I was really just thinking to myself, what uh, what do I say now? Do I keep this? Do I keep quiet? Do I walk away from this, or am I scaring somebody off? It was really a question I kept on playing in my head all the time about this, but I knew to myself it was the right thing to do, and it doesn't hurt just to ask. As you can imagine, all at the same time, I was trying to put everything together. I was trying to you know tell the story uh, for me to understand what happened all those years ago. So everything was still unclear. I didn't know what happened. I had no idea if they were even together or not. It was just always something that I just wanted to find out. Now, so much has happened since then, since 2013. Uh, I've met both my birth parents in Russia. My parents have also visited them as well in Russia. And also now I have a big extended family. I'm always very grateful to this day on how everything turned out, but I never wanted to. I never want to sugarcoat it. It was difficult. Um, with my birth mother she had struggled all her life and she was raised in an orphanage but also struggles with her own relationships 
I'll explain that a little bit later as well. Since first meeting my birth mother in 2013, I've met her again twice after this. I've been to her town, have spent time with her, and quite honestly, it is the nicest time to meet her and talk with her. It's really nice because she just talks and talks and talks, asks many questions, many questions. She asks about my life. She asks about New Zealand. She promotes her town, and she it's like a tourist. Like She's just constantly promoting where she lives and telling me. And as I, I always think to myself, I know that she was going through a lot, and she was always she's always been struggling. We have patches where we lose contact all the time, and it's it's just the way the relationship has always been. I got the chance to talk to her over the phone when I was in St. Petersburg for New Year's, and that was awesome. That was I couldn't believe. You know, here's a, here we go. Let's get it. Let's get into the phone call. My birth father was determined to help me out with finding her a new phone number, and because I had lost the phone number, actually, um, I had a cell phone number, I had a home number. She had moved house. Her husband had actually died that I met in 2013. Um, you know, he was such a nice guy, and she was really looking out for her, but that sadly happened a while ago, and um, she, I just lost contact. She was moving to job to job, cafe to cafe, house to house. It was just, it was very difficult to keep up. But I've, we managed to find a phone number. My birth father reached out and to the friend in the town and said, look, Sasha, to me, I'm Sasha, and said, look, I want to help you out. Let's find a contact for your birth mother right now. While we were in Russia, this was before New Year's, before um, when I was in St. Petersburg. So we started to talk, and it was the best feeling. It was awesome. I, I'm talking also in Russian here as well. I was speaking to her in Russian for the first time. That was pretty crazy. She is now focusing a lot on her sobriety and fixing her own life up. And she just told me, she just said, look, I want to do things and fix things up. I wrote a letter to her saying, look, if you want to... I want to see you when I'm older. I really want to see you when I'm a lot older. It would be great if, you know, just look after yourself. And she took that into heart, and she talked to her friend, Eleonora, in the town. Thank you very much, Eleonora, by the way. You've really saved Tatiana a lot. And for me, it's just, that's how I look at it. It was pretty, it was great, great decision she made. Uh, Her friends in her town have been keeping me updated to this day and have been keeping me updated with her all the time. So this was also, yeah, this was the first time that I spoke to her in Russian. She told me that she really wanted to hear my Russian talking. Um, my birth father said, look, um, Sasha's been learning a bit of Russian, by the way, Tatiana. Like, straight into the conversation, he's been learning a bit of Russian. Let's see if he can impress you. And so I spoke a little bit of Russian, and she just said, you know, this is this is pretty pretty cool. She said, um, you know, she got a bit emotional and told me that she was proud of what I had learned. And... I told her that I could say a basic sentence to her. I could understand her a lot more now, which was the first time I've ever it's ever happened. I was able to, when she was speaking to me, it did not sound really foreign. It sounded like I kind of, I could pick up a lot, which was, it was my mind translating in my mind. Um, that was, that was awesome. The words were translating right there in my head, and that was cool. Um, the reason why I wasn't able to see her during my trip before New Year's in Russia was due to the fact that she, she lives very far away from St. Petersburg, and an airport is very far away from where she lives. So I, I, and also I didn't actually have an address for her, for her current place until I was about to leave Russia to go home. I, ju- I just called her a few days before I left, so that was the struggle I had with just trying to get, get a location of where she was. But we found it. But you know, I was leaving a few days later. I, I've been talking, I've been talking with her by writing letters to a friend who then sends him to Tatiana. So I keep in touch with the old-fashioned way, write letters through. She had a phone last year, but she keeps losing her phone. And so I go through with letters, and she sends me photos, and then she goes to her friend's work and sends an update and sends it all through to me. 
So the more that I keep that going for myself, the better. I know it's old-fashioned, but it it's really means a lot to me. I do hear stories of people telling me just to leave it and not to bother about contacting my birth mother, Tatiana. I see it differently. I want to keep contacting her when I can. She, make, she makes that decision to contact me when she wants to, and she sure has been doing that. And that's a big part of the whole the whole, the whole relationship, to be honest. My birth father, Mikhail, was one of the nicest and genuous, gen, genuine, uh, genuous, genuous, <laughs> generous, sorry, generous, genuine, genuine, generous, all that nice stuff. Alex is just, he's my um, spell check in the background. Uh, people you'll ever meet. He has changed my life and he means a lot to me. He really does. Not only to me, but also to my entire family. He is always there to support me every time I am in Russia. He'll talk, he'll talk with my birth mother when he can to help me out. And he will often send messages to my mum and dad as well. Just keeping updated with everyday life. Just telling what's going on. How's Russia? Telling them to come back to Russia again and visit. And just growing that contact over the years has been incredible. The amount of times that he has offered to help me with my birth mother, I've lost count. It is endless. I am more than grateful for his support. Our relationship has grown into something I really can't describe. He's helped me so much inside Russia, teaching me the Russian language when I go there to visit, taking me around to meet as many family members as possible, and even surprising me by going to Arkhangelsk when I went to my orphanage to take gifts. He told me very last minute he's coming. He came along with his wife and daughter. And we were in uh, Kangalsk, and it was it was just helping with everything. He organized the transport. It was pretty funny because the big box I was taking for the gifts, they couldn't fit in the car, so we had to figure out a plan. But I think we got <laughs> – that was quite funny. People often ask me what the relationship is like between me and my birth father. What do you call it, and how does it compare to your dad who raised you? I always answer this in the best way that I can possible. Misha is my birth father, and he'll always be my biological father. Birth father, biological father. He doesn't feel like a dad to me, but more like that missing relative that you have not seen all your life. And then all of a sudden, this incredible person just appears in your life that you haven't seen in a long time. And, you know, it's it's really hard to explain for myself, but it's it's just, yeah, I, I can't even explain the relationship there. You now have all this present time to make up for any time that was lost in the past. I'm not saying about me being raised by my mum and dad and I want, I want all that time to be different with my birth father. It's, no, it's not about that. It's about... Just I guess he's he's never had he's never had me in his life until seven years ago. So I can't imagine what he's going through or what he's thinking about all the time, but it's just we have to focus on the now and we do focus on the present. And for my dad who raised me, he is my dad. My dad and I also have a really strong relationship, contacting each other quite often. We always contact each other. Calls me, texts me, just says, Look, how how's you know, I know you're going to Russia soon, when are you going? Keep us updated. We have a WhatsApp group as well family group and we keep updated that way it's just it's great he talks to me for a long time and every time I go up there to see my parents my mum and dad it's just it's always the same stuff they just keep asking about Russia asking about my birth family and I think I can't think of anything better than that he also asks about my birth father all the time and when my dad got the chance to meet him it said it changed he said it changed his life for my birth mother, of course, our relationship isn't as strong. I mean that with saying, of course, that's because our contact isn't as often as with my birth father. Is My birth mother, we don't keep in touch as much at all. My birth mother contacts me from time to time, but I don't get myself down with that, the fact that she's not always easy to contact. I'm not sure what to call our relationship uh, with my birth mother. It's, it's very hard to explain, but I feel like she is still this lost relative that I'm still not understanding who exactly she is. I still don't know exactly who she is. I know who she is, but I don't know her full story. 
and of course I'm always going to love her. She's the one that brought me into this world. When my birth mother got to meet my mum, I really couldn't believe that. It had changed everything for me. I never expected to see that day. It was I just remember that day very clearly. It was just saying thank you, thank you, and she, my birth mother just kept thanking my mum for raising me, and, and my dad of course, but it was first my mum, and just raising me for who I am today. And they were just talking to each other, and it was quite, yeah, quite surreal. It, it did get emotional, but it felt right, and I was very grateful, and I was very thankful. The relationship with both my birth parents are different, but there is no denying that. Everyone has a different relationship with their birth parents. I, for one, am proud of meeting both my birth parents. It was something I've always been interested to do, and it was always something I knew I wanted to do. For more trips to come to Russia, I will be working with more stories this year for other adoptees. I always want to say that I wanted to find my birth parents, and for those adoptees who just want to talk, this is what I'm adopted is all about. You know, you don't have to go search for your birth parents because we, we, if you want to, it's your choice. If you don't, it's your choice. It's what I'm trying to say. But if you want to find any relatives, then you're always welcome to share your story with us. Even if you just want to share a story about your adoption, then of course everyone is welcome. And that is a big part of I'm adopted and something that I always want to say, no matter where you're adopted from, you can share your story because there are some incredible stories out there around the world. Even if it's if, if you've had a hard upbringing or you have this great positive story or something with a bit of challenges or obstacles during your life, you know, share your story with us. It's We're just all a community and we're all here to hear each other's voices. Like, it's adoptees' voices, it really is. And I know there's, um, there's a few groups called that actually and it's pretty good groups. <laughs> but just a shout out to those other adoption groups around the world. Um, we are all just doing a great job and we're going to keep that going because it's it's a big thing for all of us and it plays a big part of our lives as well and telling the stories is just a big important part of all of us yeah i won't ramble on i won't repeat myself too much but i thank you guys so much for listening to our first podcast for 2020 i really appreciate you guys tuning in it is awesome thank you so much and welcome to march 2020 i can't believe we are in the new year already well actually we're quite into <laughs> it's not new year now it's march um if you guys have any topics please go ahead and check out imadopted.org forward slash podcast and you can actually submit your topic for the podcast through there through our contact page or you can also just join us on the i'm adopted uh, facebook page to our community group go ahead and join the group there you can email us we're all all there you can contact us reach out to us if you want a story to share on our facebook page email us or just reach out so i you know it's great to hear you guys reaching out um sending contacts and just things like that is awesome so thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you guys next time on the i'm adopted podcast